Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. And we would love to have you join us. Hi, John. Hey, hey. Welcome to another episode. Indeed. Indubitably. <laughs> Indu- indubitably. Are we bringing that one back? Yes. Indubitably. Here we go. <laughs> so today, we're today. talking about... I wrote a lot lately. You have, which is yeah, awesome. It is. Yeah. And also, as we mentioned last week, it's needed. It is. You got to put stuff out there. Got to do it. Uh, yeah. So I got to write another article. This one was with awesome. my friend Lisa, who cool. is a fellow board member on the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement. I serve as the vice president of that organization, and it's um, it's a really special group of people mm. to be a part of. The entire board of directors is... Phenomenal. They're all amazing. They're all phenomenal. Yeah. They're all music and movement teachers from all across the United States. I think almost all of us are teachers in different states in the country. So Lisa is all the way out in Pennsylvania. Chill. Yeah. Um, And she was sharing with me. Aren't you Pennsylvania then? Yeah. Drew's from Pennsylvania too. He's the president. Um, And we talked about the article I Uh co-wrote with Drew last week. Um, And then we've got David Rao from Kansas City. Um, we've got Natasha Thurman, who's in Texas. Uh, we've got David Thaxton as our treasurer, and he's out in Nevada. Um, Kate you. Bright. Yes, there's me here. I'm the Californian. Kate Bright. I think Kate's also Pennsylvania, actually. Okay. Got a lot. I could be wrong on that. Um, and East Coast. Then, yeah, East Coaster. And then uh, Casey Goryeb is in mm. New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Oh, get... and Liban. Liban's in New York oh, City. Okay, Liban yeah, yeah. Gomez. Yeah. Got a lot of good folk there. Oh, man. A lot of good folk They are there. just, they're That's some cool. of my favorite humans. I yeah. just love hanging out with them. So um, we we put lots of stuff out into the world um, that are just resources for music teachers to pick up and use. Uh-huh. So um, the, our entire goal is to, to just provide uh, grants and um, content for teachers, for music teachers. I need to write so. there again. What's that? I need to write on there again. Yeah. I, I wrote an article about that, yes. but I need to write again. Yes, Jonathan has been featured on our blog. Mm-hmm. Um, we give out awards every year. So if you know um, a teacher who's doing great things in their elementary music classroom, or just an elemental music teacher, and it, it doesn't have to be Orf, it, you know, Kadai, whatever. Um, yeah, Dal Crows, any any elementary elemental music person moving and shaking stuff in the world Mm -hmm. we want to know about them nominate them for one of our spotlight awards so that we can we can send them something that says hey you're awesome yeah and also because they are they are typically yes and they don't get enough credit that is true um and then uh, we also offer grants uh, twice a year. So um, if you have a project that you need funded, um, we also provide grants for um, going and getting some teacher education over the summer. Mm-hmm. If you want to attend, you know, a levels course or um, or if you want to fly to Europe, say, and study elemental music. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Yep. So you wrote an article. I did. With Lisa. Yes. I wrote an article with Lisa. So Lisa was sharing with me a few months back that um, she's got 20 years of teaching under her belt. And she was telling me that when she was a brand new teacher, she was off to um, a Pennsylvania Music Educator Association conference. And while she was there, she attended one of the most important conference sessions of her life okay. as a first year teacher. And um, she says the presenter's name, she just can't remember at this uh, point. I know, face. I know. Um, but his title was Beg, Borrow, and Steal. And if you are that person, let us know. Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> that way we can... I'm dying to know who this person is. Um, he was, she, she does remember that he was on the verge of retirement himself. Okay. And so he was really passionate about reaching out to newer teachers. Cool. And the entire premise of his um, workshop was... That um, every teacher is on their own journey of development and you um, you can get the tools that you need through mentorship. Basically, it goes very nicely with the article that I wrote with yep. Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you see somebody doing something amazing, yep. um, you beg them to unpack their process for you. That's the beg part. Yes. And then borrow. Sometimes you see a lesson and parts of it apply and parts of it are just wrong for your kids and you just know it won't go over well. Right. That's when you borrow some ideas and you leave others and you don't feel bad about it. Take ideas, apply it to your own demographic. That's right. Yeah. And then sometimes um, a lesson or an idea is just perfect in its execution and it's beautiful and you just steal that right mm-hmm. as is. It's a fun fact. So okay. I don't know if you heard of this quote by T.S. Eliot. 
Okay. Poets, good poets, good poets borrow, great poets steal. Okay. And the thing is that I find hilarious is that under every single um, art form, uh huh, there has been a quote. That is that they stole that quote under, totally. to place it under. You know, I or didn't, I say borrow, I didn't know I that was a T.S. Eliot. That was T.S. Eliot, yeah. Because I quoted Margie Oram in the article. Oh, that's hilarious. And gave her credit for saying that good teachers borrow, great teachers steal. So this this, this has been a very highly... I mean, who knows? Maybe T.S. Eliot did not do it. Maybe, maybe. He, maybe he borrowed that from something else. Maybe he did. It is just a folk kind of quote. There's an excellent book. It's like... It's tiny. It's like six by six. It's a little square book, and That's it's curious. called Steal Like an Artist. Yeah, 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 I heard of that one. It's really good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, but the the ideas are similar. Yeah. So I'm curious. Have you? Do you have experience with any of these? Should we just go straight down the line? Start with beg, get in a borrow, sure. go to steal. I mean, All right, beg. Let's see. Let's see. How do I beg? Um, How'd you beg? We're not saying bag from a North Dakota <laughs> bag. B E G. How do you? I beg of you, good sir. Oh yes. Uh, yes. How have I begged? <laughs> um, well, so you said for beg, it's you talk to someone that you really you see as a phenomenal instructor in this in this um, trade, for yes. a better term, and yes. you ask them to break down the process. Yeah. I have never begged before. I feel like okay. I mean, like, I we're like not just, talking about, like, get on your knees. And... I, I am clearly aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I, I feel like I have been to a lot of, like, workshops, and I've just seen the process broken down. Okay. Um, but I've never asked someone to break it down for me. You haven't gone I, up afterwards and asked clarifying questions? Um, to me, that would qualify. That would qualify? I'm sure yeah. I have in that, mm-hmm. in that realm. I'm sure I have. Mm-hmm. I've always asked questions for certain things. So, yeah, I guess that's, that would be my form. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very shy. Yeah, and so it is. It's not everybody's comfort zone. No, it's not. And like, especially I, I was still. I'm. I would consider myself still a young music teacher, but I'm mm-hmm. not a baby music teacher. But I'm still a young music teacher. Sure. And definitely when I was in my infancy stages, like I just felt like I know that the right thing is to ask, but also like. Yeah. Well, and I mean, most of the music teachers I know are just so incredibly generous. They are usually yeah. happy to share whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I have found that the secret to you know just everything that i've been able to do in this community is all through relationships yep. just you know and that takes time to build and so kind of getting to the like going everybody loves to hear that they did an amazing thing right like, like you can't go wrong with that right. so if you're a person who has trouble opening conversations open it with i you know you you might meet a person and you see like they're incredible and i want i want them as a friend um, I want to continue learning from them and I want to, I want to find out how their mind works. Yes. yes. I've recently, yeah. Go up to them and be like, I was blown away when you did X, Y, Z. Okay. I've done that for sure. Yeah. I've definitely done that. I've like, I get thanked. I've talked about in, in an early podcast with the Inouye sisters. Like yeah. I wanted to make her just yeah. thank her. Actually, I'm going to meet up with her in, uh, in a month or so. So yeah, it's like the follow up. There is you like, go. There, yeah. There's that. Yeah. Um, which is going to be cool. Um, yep. So that is my, that, that is pretty much, pretty much how I And you've I asked to begged. shadow. I have asked to shadow. There you go. Yes. So, so you have. Okay. If those are the parameters for begging, then, <laughs> I, will, then I will greatly accept. Yes. Jonathan needs the rules. I do. Because yes. the thing is, if you don't create the rules, then are you... It's, 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 I'm a weird person. I, I don't know if you know this about me. I'm rules. so weird. I'm not even wearing a beanie right now. I'm so weird. It's okay. Mm-hmm. How have you begged? It's fine. What's your oh, best begging story? Ooh. Well, oh, I have a good begging man. story, but that's not Do really... It. I, I begged to get the key to my dorm room. <laughs> I left it. You locked yourself out? Yeah. Oh, that's really I've sad also begged story. a lot during you know college to get cars because I didn't have cars. Oh, my gosh, Jonathan. There's that. There's that. There's also... Anyways, go back okay, to what you're saying. But it's not teaching begging. No, I have shared my... Got it. To my knowledge, the uh, limits of my teaching and begging. How about you? I love to go up to presenters and say, this was so brilliant, and mm-hmm. this was my favorite part, and I'm curious. Have you ever put it... Um, I'm having trouble imagining how it's going to go in front of my students. What challenges have you faced when you've delivered this? And what what have you need to kind of help the kids be successful? Because it worked really well with 20 adults. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, which 
honestly, I think is like half the reason why we get together yeah. um, for these workshops yeah. is it feels really good to be the presenter and have all of my lessons go perfectly. It's like, oh man, I've been teaching this stuff for a month to kids and, <laughs> and, and everything, you know, like it doesn't go quite as smoothly. How how aggravating or awkward it is when it doesn't go well. Oh my teachers. gosh. Teachers. That's when it's like, ooh. I've never had that actually. Are you I'm, thinking of I, something? I'm, I have witnessed it once. Okay. I've witnessed it once. That does sound very uncomfortable. Yeah. Huh. I only ever but present they, stuff that goes that goes well in my classroom first. The thing is, though, they did a good job of pivoting. So okay. it, it didn't for like, oh, this wasn't working. Got and it. And then they changed it. And... and a good teacher knows when to pivot. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, Pit. that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing to ask, though, is, uh, you know, this was this was amazing. Mm-hmm. But if it's something new that I've never tried before, um, help me think of something that uh, hasn't gone very smoothly when you first introduced this idea to your kids or tried something like yeah. this so that I can be prepared. Mm hmm. Cool. Yeah, so I've done that. Um, I recently um, started doing online workshops. That's yeah. just been something I've been doing Research. a lot. Yep. Um, and I never, ever would have thought that that was a thing that you could even do two years ago. Um, haven't the ha- world has changed? Oh my gosh! Like have an elemental music workshop online. It just seems counterintuitive, and I definitely prefer teaching in person. Oh yeah. Hundred oh, yeah. percent. I just think that we're meant to be making music together in person, but it works. The webinars work, and uh, I met a amazing human who um, is a leadership coach and a business coach, and I begged her to watch one of my webinars and give me performance feedback. Okay. So cool. Yeah, I'm always looking for ways to be better at at delivering content. So I want to be a clear communicator. Mm. Yeah. And it was, uh, she, she was so incredibly generous and she gifted me an hour of her time and she watched my 90 minute webinar and she had pages of notes for me. And, um, it, it's not easy to watch yourself. (laughs) Sure. Oh my goodness. Sure. And have it broken down yeah. and all the things that I already know and am deeply insecure uh, about. Remind me of uh, Clemens's uh, pencil edits on oh, my papers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't red pen. It was pencil because graphite. And it's like, it doesn't visually jar, but like, it was just full. Uh-huh. My, like so many four marks. Papers. It's like, oh, my goodness. Like, you're messing up my music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. it's, it's hard to have someone else, like, you know, keep a tally of how many times you go, um... <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. We all are. Yeah. We all are. And the thing is, it's, it's fascinating. I, we this, all do this, it. This is going in a different direction, I feel like. But okay. I, I'm, I'm, my fifth, fourth grade, fifth grade teacher, Mr. Neal, great, mm-hmm. great teacher. I loved him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing he always did was he, whenever someone said, um, he would say, Brella. No, oh, that's so great. I and love his it. notion was that, like, you're trying to protect yourself. And I had a conversation with my fr- a friend uh, about this. Like, he, he, I get it. But, like, he says, like, that's, that's a... Uh, Saying um is a means of speech defense. Yeah. And the opposite situation you have is President Obama, where he just pauses a lot. And unless you have that kind of clout, mm-hmm. people are not going to listen to you. And the um helps the the sonic momentum go forward. It it does, and it helps me think. Right. I'm such an I'm I'm such an auditory processor. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I, I, so sometimes the, I'll sing like <laughs> like when I'm thinking of something. Sure, sure. Yeah. Loading screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> loading. Buffering. Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah, it's okay. True. Like so that's why I'm thinking like the fact that like they also commented how many ums like that's yeah. hard. I'm sh- it's I, harsh, but you got to become aware of it in order to start fixing it. it. It's a weird mix and match. I think it's, it I, is. I, I would like to reduce my ums, mm-hmm. but I don't think for me to remove all of them is business. I mean, you're human. It's fine. Necessary. I know I speak words. It's it's fine. But, uh, you know, with these webinars especially, uh, the recorded content, it's really that is important. Fair. Yeah. It's important to minimize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who watch who don't watch live. I think over half of the the webinar rep, red, blah, webinar <laughs> registrants. Boy, that's a mouthful. Webinar registrants. <laughs> yeah, yes. don't watch it live. So, um, yes, I did that, and then um, I one of the, one of my one of the most beautiful 
uh, like moments of learning for me as a teacher happened when I was probably a third year teacher. And there was just this magical Disney princess of a kindergarten teacher at that school. She was, she was incredible. And she, the kids adored her. And she, she had just the most organized kindergarten classroom I've ever seen. And the kids were always well behaved and quiet when every time I walked in and they followed directions and she had little songs for everything. And it was before this. She's the reason I, I sing mm. all of my instructions okay. because she taught me about the psychology behind it and how, um, you know, it actually disrupts brain waves but- in the kids. Like they cannot ignore you when you're singing to them. And, uh, and I, I asked her to tell me about, you know, why she sings instructions. And so we, we had a lovely lunch and she told me all about it. And then she said, um, like this line that I think of like 12 times a day, uh, whenever I feel like yelling at the kids or I'm right. going to have a bad mm-hmm. human moment, I start singing instead. And I was like, Oh my God, this genius mother. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down your tiny little on the carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just start repeating yourself, yep. but mm-hmm. in song. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's beg. That's beg. Not bag, bag. Um, <laughs> borrow. borrow. So I do borrow a lot. Borrowing yeah. is like a ton. It's like totally. you're right. Like a lot of the times it just will not apply to my demographic. Yes. Or I'm just, I think about our That's episode. how I felt about everything I learned at the first AOSA conference I went to. Yeah. Because my program was still so new. And so I'm just yeah. sitting in all those sessions mm-hmm. going, I can't even conceive of doing any of these things. Also, I'm sure the, de- well, sorry, it's conference, but like. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 the demographics we teach is very, is vastly different than the average and also median yeah. teacher. Yeah. So uh, of ORF. Yeah. Um, I think about the episode we recorded with Manchu. Oh, yeah. And her notion of everything that she creates, she wants to make sure it's kind of contiguous to her, her persona almost, mm. for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm misquoting her, but well, so it feels authentic for her exactly. to teach it. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing was, she was talking specifically about the things on her board, the things oh, that she yeah. she creates, yeah. and I feel like that's very similar to my approach mm-hmm. approach when it comes to lessons. Because yes, I really liked what you did, s- straw man presenter, <laughs> but sure. um, it doesn't flow with my persona. So maybe I yeah. might change this or that. I remember. Um, mm-hmm. Lynn Kleiner came to or- uh, Sandy Orf. Oh my gosh, I love her. And Hi, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Um, I think she was upset with Mark and me because we were young teachers just Aww. messing around. You, you know Mark and me eating Orf pranks. That's okay. Orf prank. Yeah, they're the worst together. <laughs> um, <laughs> young teachers. Anyways, so she was teaching us, uh, let's see, what was it called? Um uh, the skyboat. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and so she had a lot of really cool ideas. Like she, I even bought. So this is like borderline steel, but I mm-hmm. bought the the vacuum tubes mm-hmm. and the correct mm-hmm. pitches, whatnot. And so he's saying along that, I just did like a couple alterations. I met a second. She's saying it in a much more tonicized version as opposed to the modal. Uh, version that Drew taught us whatnot. Okay. So, but anyway, so I, I adapted like a few things uh, that and focused on some more of the historical elements as well in teaching, and like I liked what she had to offer, but just made it more contiguous with how I was teaching at that time. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, done a lot of borrowing. Good. Yeah. So the reason I felt like it was really important to talk about borrowing uh-huh. um, in the article and what we said is a lot of times um, I'm having this experience now as the president of SDAUSA uh-huh. where I'm trying to get people to present for us yeah. and people I know are amazing educators and are doing miraculous things in their classrooms every You're day. You're looking at me weirdly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they're not excited to present for adults. Right. And they're all like, um, and I said this too two and a half years ago, just to throw that out there. Oh, but I don't have much of my own content. And it's because I think it's the imposter syndrome thing, Mm. first of all. And secondly, uh, we have like this idea that unless we came up with something that has never been seen before um, from start to finish, that it's not really your idea. And so it's not yours to present. And that's not true. 
And then you went on presenting the whole novel uh, stars and stuff. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It was the most but it was Aquarius qu- workshop. But Okay. <laughs> it was. We went from Enneagram to this. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, no, no, but seriously, like, like that... Like, that yeah. was your own. And yes. We, all that stuff was mine. It's yes. true. It's true. But two and a half years ago, I was like, I I wasn't giving myself credit for the songs that I create because mm-hmm. they're so natural for me. And I make I make up songs every day in mm-hmm. music class. That's just how my brain works. Right. And so that's easy for me. And I think that it's, it's easy to look at the things that are easy for you and discount them. Sure. And it comes to, you know, come to find out that that's not easy for everybody. And so I actually do have something to teach people. Yeah. yeah. Um, or I will have taken a lesson, um, which I, I did in the workshop too. Like it took Drew's phases of the moon thing, right? Like, sure. um, and we've taught on that one together before, but um, that started off with an idea that I had a couple of years ago before we shut down for the pandemic. And I showed um, some friends on Marco Polo, like, hey, this is what we're doing with phases of the moon in my classroom. And then he came up with that amazing, brilliant lesson. Mm-hmm. And then I built on what he came up with. So, like, we're borrowing from each other, but it, it's very much ours. Yeah. I, I, this is actually, it's fascinating. Because, first off, I am fully guilty that I have not created, that I've not presented because of mm-hmm. that very apprehension. Right. That all said, I find it utterly ironic that one of the biggest things we teach is folk songs. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And yet, we are in folk songs are borrowed songs. They yes. Are completely of the community. Right. But we are utterly apprehensive to borrow ideas. Mm-hmm. And it's this big juxtaposition of the notion of songs and copyright or songs and right. capitalism also like, oh, like what, yeah. what ownership like right like oh is this really your like how can you really do this since it's not really yours quote unquote right you got now patent it's, it's, it's layers upon layers and you're right it's like as music teachers i feel like there's such an apprehension to just share right or just adopt mm-hmm. yeah it's a curious I, thing. And it's a it's a very careful balance. It is a line. It's a you fine need line. to give credit where credit is due. You do. You don't want to be stealing anybody's intellectual property. That's important. If you're going to present something that somebody else came up with, they you know obtain their permission first, and then say where you got it. But if you if somebody did a lesson with yarn, and you loved their lesson with yarn, and then you come up with a lesson doing a different thing with the yarn, you built on top of it. Yeah. The the common theme is yarn, but the lesson is yours. That's yours to present. That's that's yours to share. I believe giving credit where credits do. Yes. Uh, yeah. I totally. also. I've been told that I do it a little too much. That was I, some of the feedback that I got with some of my presentations. Oh. But I would rather be accused of giving more credit than not enough. That's kind of what I came away from that conversation with. My frustration is an entirely different topic. I feel well, not a different okay. topic. It's 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 an entirely different episode. Okay. Because yeah, I I think it's good important to give credit where credits due. I also think that we are too obsessed mm. with ownership. Because mm. yes, pay people who need to be paid, but is it right for us to constantly still like pay people who don't exist anymore? Credit's important. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying, yeah. and I'm thinking about something. So I made a meme. Okay. A few weeks ago, my treble clef meme, the 2021-2022 teacher school year, um, uh, every grown-up breaks down frequently. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Made it in Canva. Put it on my Instagram. Right, right. And it's being stolen everywhere. Like, okay. yeah, like people have been taking that. And I'm glad people think it's funny. Yeah. But they're recreating it and putting their own logos on it like music companies now. And then once you build making money off of it, yes. I, I mean, the- and it's, I don't think they're directly making money off of it, but they're, they put it on their socials so that they would mm-hmm. get clicks. Isn't that how? And it's kind of like. I, I understand it feels awkward or not even awkward. It feels, I don't, that's how art moves forward. Yeah, I guess. Because the opposite I'm is having that, feelings about I, it though. I, I, I totally recognize your feelings. Yeah. The other, uh, the other side of it is that we don't have folk songs. That's, yeah, that's true. And so that, that, that is... Yeah, but if somebody takes it exactly like with your words and like just puts their logo on it, Th- that's, that's not you know, borrowing. No, 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 that's not, that's, that's being dumb. 
Like, yeah. Because yeah, once it's an element of like, I own it. Yeah. I, I agree. I think the, I think the key part is giving credit where credit's due. Right. But also allowing the doors to be open as well for that exchange to happen. Yeah. Because when you don't let that exchange, then it's just hoarding. Yeah. But right. also when you aren't crediting the person that made it, then you're trying to say that, yeah, I, I, I get it. I, it just feels kind of yucky. And it's it like, does. I didn't make it to make money off of it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really care about that. But I don't know. I had feelings about that sure. when that popped up in my feed. People are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't be a dick. <laughs> Rule five. <laughs> Rule five. Yeah, it's, but, it's but a also, fine line. It's the, a fine the, line to walk. And that was all smarks, you know? Yeah. And we're using that now. But that's true. But it's that, chaotic harmonies. But the, that's how things are mimetic. It's a weird line. It it's is a, a weird, weird line. line. But I don't think we should stop things from being passed down. Yeah, I totally I don't think, agree. But there are people. I'm, who, I'm fine with people taking my ideas and and changing them. Mm-hmm. It just if you're uh, you know going to lessons, like if somebody attends my workshop and loves my super nerdy nebula lesson, right? Sure. Like. And then goes and teaches it themselves and said that they came up with that. I take issue with that. Sure. I poured hours into that. I just think that just the Disney's of this world have made me very jaded about uh, holding things back. And like yes. they, they, they've made a mon- monetary mm-hmm. like wall from things to be shared. Yeah. And I agree. Once again, I agree that people, I, I agree that artists need to be paid. Yes. I agree yeah. that credit needs to be given where credit's due. Yes. I don't think you should be a hoarder though. Yeah. So that's my that that that's that's my two cents. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think I think that we um uh, it's so sticky, isn't it? It's like it is. we we need to borrow from each other. Mm-hmm. We need to generate ideas together. And that's what this article is all about, you know, borrowing. It is. It's, it's, it's part and of... do it shamelessly. Yes. Um, but for goodness sake, like <laughs> give people credit. Give people credit. Yeah. Help be, be obtain a, permission. Be a community. Yeah. That's what it is. Be a community. Be a good human. All right. <laughs> Rule 5. Yeah. I'm citing Mark Hemer. Yes. I'm not going to say it though cuz Yeah. Be a good human. Be a good human. Yeah. Yes. I think my issue is that I've just been really jaded by the big ears, the mouse, you know, Disney, you know, it's like, <laughs> because the issue is like copyright has just hindered a lot of, once again, folk music wouldn't uh, not exist if they were copyrighted. Yeah. And so there is that element of like, again, I am someone that believes that artists need to be paid. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I've shared earlier, teachers need to be paid, you know, They need to be well, well con- compensated yes. for their intellectual property. Rightly compensated. Yes. And give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Like, but also, don't be a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> I think, so my biggest thing is just, just be a community. Yeah. And it's so hard to legislate that. It is. But be a community. Be willing to share your stuff. Because right. like this whole article, be you're generous. The whole it, article you're writing is like, borrow. Yeah. Well, it's it comes from uh, a desire to have an abundance mindset, uh-huh. you know. Like if you have that scarcity mindset, then that's where you sit on your pile of ideas and dollars, and uh-huh. and it's all for you. Um, I want to be someone who, uh, you know, Brian has this. Um, my husband has this ethos that money is meant to flow through him. Like that's that's how he walks through life. Like um, he, um, all of our resources are meant to be given away. Mm. I really admire that, and I've learned mm. a lot about. How to handle my dollars from my husband. I'm very grateful for that. Um, I'd like to take a quick break. Just kidding. Oh my Don't pause goodness. it. Um, <laughs> but I think that I think that way about um, about my my ideas yeah. with music teaching. Mm-hmm. I want to give them away, yeah. and I do, um, and I'm happy to. And I would really like it if You're someone, for... yes, and if somebody likes one of my little songs and finds meaning in it, just you know, give a shout out. I learned this from Mrs. Pridmore and then record yourself singing it on ukulele and put it on YouTube. That's great. Mm -hmm. You should do that. Um, I just want, I just want an acknowledgement that it came out of my brain, you know, and just rule number five. Yeah. Be a good human. Be a good human. Mm -hmm. See, you borrowed that from Mark. I did borrow that and then made it so you don't have to bleep it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so I mentioned how, what, how I borrowed, I mean, yes. we've talked about borrow for a while, but yes, like, do you we have, have any notable borrows that you've had? I mean, um, I said the thing about yarn, um, sure. but and and I was thinking about I went to this amazing um, retreat a few years ago. Okay. Um, it was the Northern California people went to their. I wish I went with you. Oh, there. my goodness. You do wish you went uh-huh. with me. That was an amazing week um, weekend. And uh, the presenters were from um 
from the Nordic countries. It was the Nordic Sounds people. Uh, NordicSounds.info. Check you, it. Oh my goodness. And also, if it's you're listening. It's phenomenal. If you're, if someone from IT is listening to me, t- please take that off your blocked list for our district. Oh, please. Yes. That was frustrating last year. It is beautiful. Um, and I will let you discover the beautifulness on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to learn from the women who collaborated on that incredible project. And there was one day we came back from a break and they had on beautiful music from Finland mm. and um and the one of the presenters walked around the room with yarn and we all took a piece and until we were all connected and then she didn't say a word she just gestured with her hands for us to dance with it and so we all danced with the yarn and went under it and over it and then she walked around with scissors and divided us up into groups and then kept snipping until it was just each of us with our own little piece that's, <laughs> that's, that's cool it was amazing and then she did all these other lovely things i was like wow yarn has a lot of great uses in the music classroom and it's cheap and so i went and got a bunch of like rainbow yarn from michaels and came up with my own ideas along with it yep yeah and Mm -hmm. i and i did that lesson i stole that lesson um with my kids and i did it um and then i came up with a bunch of other ideas you built off i built off of it yeah and that is what i own is mine and that is what i bring to people in workshops okay Mm -hmm. i feel like the steel one's easy oh yeah for sure like we round of the week that's that yeah yeah we (laughs) find things and we're like this one (laughs) Mm -hmm. no need to change it Mm -hmm. i think about uh like a lot of teachers you know we just get stuff and yeah you know whenever we go to a conference such we just take stuff um there is a rule on a lot of uh online forums Mm -hmm. back in the day if you Mm -hmm. used to partake or if you still partake like the idea is that you should always be contributing and then before you should be contributing more than you promote yourself ah okay and i feel like the inverse is applicable for us like or you should as much as you take ideas you need to put stuff out there yeah you need to be one of the contributors you need to be one of the people that we borrow and we steal from yeah if you're borrowing from crystal it's like What's she going to take from you? <laughs> yeah, please give me ideas. Yeah, this should I be a, run out. It should be a community. <laughs> when I have a no bones day, <laughs> uh-huh. I, need to, I need some ideas. Yeah, I steal stuff from people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very grateful for it. And uh, now that I'm part of um, several different communities of really amazing music teachers all over the place, we share our Google Docs yep. with each other. And so, like, you know, every time I give a workshop, I'll copy Jonathan on my notes. Um, and I have several friends who do the same thing for me and there were there have been many times this year in particular where i have gone into work just utterly spent and it has been such a relief to go into my google drive and pull up something beautiful that somebody else made yep. and i know it will work <laughs> yeah that's and you a may gift. Need to, you may need to adapt later on but like it works now yeah and later on, yeah. when you're on in like whole defense, defense is wrong term, but like, you know, like, yeah, you need something quickly as like, you can dap later. I had a friend share all of their recorder lessons with me over distance learning nice. and they were so well sequenced and, wow. um, yep. Used those last week. It was amazing. It was all in Google slides. It was ready to go. Noise. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you just need. Yeah, a little bit of a little help. Sometimes you need to click a button. Sometimes you don't have the creative juice on your own. Yeah. I think once again, just that silo teacher element. Gotta break out of that. You do have to break out of that. And you have to know that the community exists first in order Mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't for a very long time. I think I'm I I am grateful that my first teaching job was in CVSD. Yeah. With a lot of new teachers. Where we, we were all just like working together. That was the yeah. only way we were going to be able to stand, stand up is if we had our backs together. Building it together was really fun. It was, yeah. It was fun. And now what's cool is that we're now, like, they're new. Is this a lot of new blood? Yeah. And so they're looking at us. Mm-hmm. It's weird. People look at me. Yeah. People are looking at you. You look good. Okay. I, I'm, I'm thinking only like, the only person knows that Sandra because she's the only one who watches this video. <laughs> Hi, Sandra. Hey, Sandra. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So the thing is, you. I'm going to ask a similar question I asked you the last week. You wrote this article with Lisa. Yes, I did. For ASM. Yes. Um, 
is there anything you wish you could have added or a, a direction you would want to go for the next article that's conjoined to this that you either didn't have time to, you didn't want to mm-hmm. um, affect the, the thesis, you didn't want things, the, 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 uh, the, you wanted to just trim the fat, but it was still important. Sure. Fat. You know what? I think um, there are a lot of things that ASIM does that I almost feel were like, um, I don't even know if I would say inadvertently because I don't think it's inadvertent. Um, we're tr- we're we do things to encourage people to share their ideas and to have the courage to start sh- presenting. Um, and so I uh, this isn't something. I mean, I guess I should have plugged more of Kate Bright's um, book study that she co-hosts with Lebon Gomez. Um, so every few months they changed the book um and the asum book study is just it's, it's great oh my gosh it's amazing yeah yeah and uh, if i had more capacity i'd be there always yeah I, it's a lot of fun first of all and also um they encourage people to actively create as part of the book study and then share the ideas mm-hmm. um so i think that finding that safe place whether it's through that avenue um, or a different one where you can test out your ideas is really important. Like mm. start start borrowing and um, and just try stuff. Test it on your students first. Yeah. And when you have a beautiful lesson, write it down and share it. And start with a clapping game or whatever. You know, like start with one activity. You don't have to have four hours worth of content. Just start. I think it reminds me of Jesse's element. Just lean into it. Yeah. Yeah, just go. And once you're once you're going, the momentum builds. It yep. really does. You're, once you're there, you're there. It's you like, are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you are. And teaching grown-ups is is different than teaching kids, but it's also not. <laughs> it's also remarkably similar. Um and the whole reason I think it's helpful to keep in mind that we get together and have these workshops is so that we can take this content back to our students mm-hmm. and having walked through the process as a student, you will remember it as a teacher. Yep. And the way you process it internally will inform how you teach, and that will be inherently different than how the presenter taught it. Um, so, like, it's important to go through those workshops, and then it's important as the facilitator of those workshops to be really clear in your process and lay it out, and and understand that that's what's going on. So maybe I guess um, an extension would be uh, some sort of guide for people to start writing down ideas and share it out. Because I poured through. I think probably uh, 30 different workshops worth of notes um, to find the patterns and be like, what, what makes a good workshop? Mm. <laughs> and I kind of, and I had a wall where I pinned things up and, um, and I came up with my, my formula for what I think makes a great workshop. So breaking that down makes it a lot less daunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're also a nerd. I really am. Yeah. So takes one to know one. Oh, I know. <laughs> there, there's no reason you're to tell me this. <laughs> Said the pot to the kettle. <laughs> noise, noise. Cool. Uh-huh. Well, um, I yeah, similar to what Crystal said, I encourage anyone listening to really just if you're listening to this, this mean that means that you are curious and you're curious to actually want to play stuff out there. So I encourage you to find either create your own blog or join contact ASEM. Write stuff out. And if you're willing to actually put yourself out there to actually do workshops, do it. Yeah. If, if there's no ORF chapter around you for some reason, find teachers to just just create spaces. International for that. Sunday sharing. Have you heard of that? That that popped up over the pandemic. There's actually, a lot of you know ASM folks who are in on that. You have no excuse now. We live at, we are no longer we are no longer pre ninety five. The internet exists. This is the dawning of the age of the internet. Mm-hmm. This is a song of Aquarius. Okay. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Aquarius again. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Anywho. So yeah. So nice sign, baby. Seriously, really like reach out and do the stuff. Yes. And also speaking of reaching out, reach out to us. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to actually hear your lessons if you have any. Oh my gosh. I would love to hear your lessons. Because I know, I know some people who are listening to this and Uh you make some really good, uh, I, I know you make some, I would imagine because you haven't <laughs> sent it to us, but I would imagine it's going to be good when you do. Uh-huh. And put your name and website on it, please. Yes, or at least your name and email. If you don't have a website, make a website. Make a website. It's not hard. <laughs> um, it's also relatively. It's either and if you free wonder, or expensive. if you want to know what to name it, you name it your name. Yeah. Um. Just so that when you have that on your content, 
it's yours. So don't call it Jonathan Sullivan Classroom. Yeah, don't. (laughs) So yeah, no, seriously. uh, We'd love to see it. Send it to us. um, Mm -hmm. And if you were allowing us to share it, we would love to also have it on the podcast. Totally. Because I know there's some Write us around. Seriously, (gasps) write us around. Or a spiccato. Actually, no, we've been saying that for a while. Yeah. I'm not judging you that you haven't done this yet. Yeah, I'm looking at you, camera. (laughs) 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 But seriously, email us at uh, kiarkarmaclassman.gmail.com if you have any lessons you would like to share. And also, mm-hmm. since, again, we talked about this necessity, this, we kind of use the word a lot, community, but it's it's true. Like It's a thing. It's a thing. It's the, 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 the fine line of what makes hoarding versus, you know, openness. It's all about community. So yes. leave us a review to make this community grow. That's Five right. stars only. And Please. also, be like Coach uh, Dad SP or also EMCK. <laughs> Write something out as well so we can read it. We would love for that to That'd happen. That'd be awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And lastly, also make sure you go on YouTube and subscribe, even if you don't watch us. Even That's if you're right. not, it's not Sandra or Jamie, watch us. So subscribe. Do the thing. Bam. All right. Okay. Back with Spiccato after the break. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. Okay, so here here today mm-hmm. we have our rock. Paper. Paper. Scissors. Hmm. Okay. That is our spiccato. Papers, plural. Uh, Papers. So I feel like <laughs> these could also be plural. That's the true. rocks this and the scissors true. could also be plural. So I have been doing. Pose- I feel like I've been saying this a lot in podcasts. It's kind of like uh-huh. this year's um, foley artist project. Yeah. <laughs> um, that I've been doing an activity with poses, mm-hmm. and there's one of the things that we do is like you know the, the i had these bunch of shapes that were drawn out and like like, like, like a cute fire a little cute tree cute. Uh-huh. anyways so i gave the students like uh, they're gonna choose which two shapes they want out of an array of 10 shapes okay and they have to do a b a form okay and then another group does sound effects you know very josh block kind of very style. yeah and so borrowed um <laughs> borrowed 100 percent. and so uh funny the thing was when there's like one class, uh-huh. everyone chose fire and water. Huh. Like, well, and then so it was all boring. It's like, okay, that, that was on me. So I decided to then just implement every single object. It, it couldn't use the, the, the pictures, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but it was every single object, fire, water, on, on this online wheel. Okay. So you click the wheel, it just chooses something by a random whatnot. Yeah, it, like a, a wheel of fortune wheel. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, it'd be even more dope if I actually made a hard copy, but I don't know where to store that. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> so, also, who has the time? I know. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, it was successful because everyone got a different kind of shape, and so it's more randomized. Yeah. Now, how does this apply here? I'm not uh-huh. sure because I know okay. there's a whole, like, you know, rock. You could do form. It could do form. I do mean, form if you had enough. But the the thing that makes rock, papers, and scissors unique is that there's a paper somehow beats rock. I don't know how. No one knows how. Rock beats scissors. Scissors beats paper. Mm-hmm. I feel like there could be something where groups take a certain one of these. They are the group is paper. The group is scissors. The group oh. is rock. And then when you spin the wheel, maybe, and they compete somehow musically against each okay, other. Okay, so what if you, you connected each one of these to their closest Levon movement efforts? Like, okay. um, scissors, something sharp, like slash. Slash, um, cool. And then the rock. Punch. Uh, oh, yeah, or I was thinking um, sink. What's sink? Sink. Like push? Like, yeah, okay. push. Or would it be, wasn't well, there something it, that was low? And then that is yeah. a derivative of such. It could be. Yeah. Then there's um, also, and then float. Um, and also your commute, Laban. 
Levon is also in New York. <laughs> um, I'm thinking and, about my friends. Yes, you are. <laughs> so That's you have, funny. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, I like that. I, I, I just, I, I feel like there's something that has to do with like something beating something else. Because that, that's naturally like rock, paper, scissors. Now what? I'm not sure. Well, that could be the order in which they perform. Okay, so paper follows rock. So. Since paper beats rock. Paper, rock. yeah. Uh, so float follows push, push follows slash, slash follows. There's something here. There's, there's something, something here. here. And I would love it for someone to borrow this idea and tell us <laughs> and make what it your happen. Okay, so it's really funny that you talked about Joshua Block because I'm totally stealing his idea for rock paper scissors. That's oh, why, okay. yeah, you Which don't one? know this one though because he presented this for um, for his Arizona chapter share, and, and a friend gotcha. shared it with me. Uh-huh. Um, so the papers are the beats, and then rock scissors, rock rock. Oh, you make rock, rhythms. Scissors, oh. Yeah. Isn't that so simple and amazing? Right. And I have a giant bin full of kid scissors that oh. I inherited from a teacher. You go outside, you get some rocks off the playground, you lay down some paper, and then you have Ta and Titi, but it's rock and scissors. Well, take it on me for doing the whole weird stuff. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, just like... simple and beautiful, no, right? That was solid. That was solid. Totally. Yeah. 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 And then you could you could choose the next person to make the next rhythm by playing rock paper scissors. There you have it. Mm-hmm. But seriously, let us know if you have any thoughts. What would you, you, could, you do? You can add us at CH Classroom on Twitter, or you can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. Your call. Round of the week. All right. Okay, you have our round of the week. It's not a round of the week. It's a song of the week. A song of the week. We're gonna change it up this time. So this song is called Pantal. It's a Korean folk song, mm-hmm. and the history behind it actually, I'm not sure if so. Natasha taught us this song. She did. Um, in level three, but I don't know if she taught the history behind it. Do you know the history? I don't remember her teaching this. Okay. So I just remember her singing it. It was lovely. It yes. was lovely. Um, so the story behind this is when um, Japan took over Korea, they refused uh, Koreans to sing folk music. So this song was made by a man named, I think, Kuk Young Young, mm-hmm. I believe. Please check me out. Let me know if I'm incorrect. Um, and he wrote this song. Actually, it's kind of a sad story. Oh, okay. Yeah, his, uh, his sister um, and him, they mo- they moved and left uh, when they were very young uh, for her-, her to marry someone else. And when she passed away, she saw this, uh, sorry, he saw this um the moon it was a half moon uh-huh. on the over the over the ocean, and uh-huh. he, that's what inspired the song. Okay. And the song was later on is used as a is secretly taught in schools as a kind of a cleanup song, clean up, clean. Oh, but it was yeah. a way of creating new Korean folk songs. Oh wow! And so it was like during Japanese um, um, occupation that yeah. was their means of slowly integrating Korean tradition. Wow, which is really cool. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. So the song goes like, mm, on a white canoe far away, on the Milky Way, underneath the tree on the moon, Bunny sleeps alone, without pole or sail to glide. Yet it floats along, gliding so freely on, gliding to the west. On a white canoe far away, on the Milky Way, Underneath a tree on the moon, Bunny sleeps alone. Without pole or sail to glide, yet it floats along, gliding so freely on, gliding to the west. And Pantal uh, loosely translates as half moon. So half oh, moon. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, this was translated by, uh-oh, by two people. Yes. Uh, one of them was Amy Curtis Fitzner, who was on yes. this podcast before. She was. And the other person we will have in the notes, I'm sorry, I forgot the I top of my head. I can pull it up right now. Pull it right now? now? Yes. Um, 
translated into English by these two. Yes, by these two. So, so... Soyeon Kang. Soyeon Kang, yes. yes. And Amy Curtis Fitz. You know, the two of them, thank you very much. This is a lovely song. It so. is such a lovely song. Natasha mm-hmm. sang it with her ukulele, yes. and I loved it. And mm-hmm. um, I've sung this to my students, and we talk about how you can see a bunny in the full moon. Oh. Yeah. Well, Have you noticed know. the bunny? No. I see craters. I see cheese. I have to use your imagination. I got cheese. I did cheese. Okay. Got that far. All right. Maybe when I, maybe if I see a half moon, maybe I'll see the bunny. No, like go out tonight. Half moon. Yeah, I know, but if half you look moon. tonight, there's a bunny. Half you see moon. the ears. Half moon. All right. Crystal, yes. how can they uh, contact you and not listen to me? <laughs> you can find me at Mrs. Pridmore on Instagram, and you can find me on Twitter at Finny Vapa. Awesome. And you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N, on the Twitters and the uh, Instas. Um, and you can find us at CH Classroom. Please let us sh- share some stuff. Let us borrow. Let us be a community yeah. just share and i borrow and steal ideas give and take let's do it yeah thanks for sharing this appreciate it you're welcome all right oh Bye. sorry sorry oh. Uh, at ch classroom did i say that you did and also at chaotic camera classroom uh for youtube and email us at chaotic camera classroom at gmail.com there we go how to say that got it all right thanks crystal <laughs> bye bye The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com Mostly unscathed. Can I have his foot? Yes. Thank you. My apologies. That's okay. Popped off his foot. Charmander's foot. <laughs>